welcome to the Restaurant and Service Channel on Mainly Matters, Maine's number one podcast platform. I'm Jack Mosier with Wendy Mosier to discuss our visit to 18 Below in Waterville, Maine. Hi, Wendy. <laughs> Hello, Jack. Nice to see you <laughs> here at our dining room table doing a podcast. Awesome. <laughs> But we're very excited to talk to you about this restaurant that we went to in Waterville, Maine, thinking that maybe good restaurants had been eradicated from our local region with the fall of several of our favorite restaurants due to COVID. We were pleasantly surprised to discover, miraculously, 18 Below. And how we've never discovered it before. Despite the, Well, despite the fact that it's been there quite some time now. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a, it's a family-operated business. Travis LaJoy restauranteer, chef, has been operating this business, which shouldn't really be Maine's best kept secret, but it's amazing. Although it is. It seems to be. To us it was. (laughs) It is. We we went there uh, on the 6th of August, 2021, for an evening meal, having made reservations by their website, the website uh, 18com 18belowrawbar.com is their uh, website. And it's a good website. It's intuitive. It's easy to, to navigate. It's uh, it's uh, got everything on it. The current daily menu. Beautiful prices, pictures. Beautiful menu. Real pictures. Real yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's got their daily menu, about 18 below, the description of their food, which is really a, a seafood plus menu, don't well, you think? cow and fish. Dead cow and fish, yes, exactly. (laughs) I think so. Uh, Their location on the concourse in Waterville, it says Silver Street, but really, if if you're from the area, you know the Waterville Concourse, formerly Sign of the Sun there, some other not-to-be-named restaurants. Um, It's downstairs there. It's a little busy on the sidewalk. You got to look for the sign, 18 below. You go downstairs. There's an upstairs lounge. And then a downstairs kind of bar room in an open seating area. We'll talk about that in greater detail. But I arrived right at 7 o'clock for my reservation, walked down the stairs, was greeted by Alex, uh, who was uh, very kind and, and seated me uh, at an open table in the bar room area. How would you describe the general bar room area that we were in for our dinner? Well, I have to describe where I was before that. Well, naturally, it's relevant to our review, of course. So I did go to College Avenue near the Tucson Bridge and listen to um, music. So many people were on the on the river at Waterville. And then I texted Jack. I was like, we're going to dinner, right? And we did. I, I said him, yes. And he gave me the address. And I said, oh, under the old sign of the sun, which is... One of the most amazing stores from my memory, from youth, little hippie stores, like a great store. Well, it's, it's a good area anyway. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I begrudge the point that we live in this beautiful Kennebec River, historic Kennebec River, and there's no restaurants on the river. So we can't sit out there having our delicious meal, looking at this beautiful historic river, but 18 Below is a great place to go get a great plate, a great a great plate of food. So I had a good community experience and then was reminded that it was under Sun of the Sun, the old Sun of the Sun, and went there. There were basically three levels, a little private room, 
um, a mid room. And Which then, is full with a function, by the way. Yeah, there was, yeah. There was, there was, there was, was a function I mean, there. In general, it was a very busy night. Anyway. Yeah. Incredible. Busy. Jack was in this sweet little basement section, which also had another section with a little fireplace and whatever. But I met Jack. He looked very cute in his jacket. Well, you were gorgeous walking through the door. So <laughs> I hope she's here to see me. And you were. Remarkably. I said, the hot Irish chick walking through the door is my wife. And she's here to, to have dinner with me. And uh, just to be perfectly fair for everybody listening, Wendy was about 20 minutes late, okay? So, which is you know, right <laughs> on time for her. to support live wonderful musicians. Yes, I, you know, one thing I've learned <laughs> early on is never rush a woman. She'll get there yeah. when she's damn good and ready. And she did. <laughs> At that point, I had been seated. I mean, I've got a timeline here. Just just on that point, folks, This 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 restaurant – Moves quickly, and yeah. then, without don't get me wrong, without rushing you, but it's a tight show. Right from Alex, who greeted me, seated me. Sam walked up within minutes. I mean, at seven oh eight, upon my arrival, the place was very busy. My reser- my reservation was for seven. He knew who I was walking through the door, right to my table. So I was seven oh eight at seven eleven. I was sitting at my table with Sam standing in front of me, a very professional server, water on the table, and 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 we were off and running. He was a super sweetie pie. Sam, say. yeah. Well, Sam was. He knew yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. And then we're going to talk a lot about how the how the actual restaurant runs because it's it's germane to the success of the business and the model that they use is not that uh, not 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 very common actually. In fact, it's one of the only restaurants I've seen that is operated in the manner that it is. For example, Sam having come up, greeted me, talked about what was happening that night. I told him that I would be having dinner, da da da, and ordered my favorite drink, which at this point was a Bombay Sapphire Martini, straight up, super cold, dry, a little bit dirty, with olives. Was it good? And Sam thanked me for my order, checked my water, make sure it was good to go, make sure I had the... Uh, knowledge of the menu he went and made my martini for me i could watch him at the bar shaking this martini well honey you've had so many martinis was it up to par that night or that yeah that night my lifetime (laughs) (laughs) now it's up to par that night it was a damn good martini it was beautiful i mean i think a martini is a good litmus test if a person can, can get you a good Bombay Sapphire, they can make you pretty much anything. It's good. And it, and it was excellent. It was it was just the way I like it. It was just little slivers of ice in it from being super cold, mm-hmm. glass chilled, correctly made, not dripping with olive juice. And it was a substantial martini. We're not talking about those little baby glasses either. I mean, this was something that's going to last the whole meal for you as you're sitting there sipping it. And it was delicious. All right, let's move forward because we have a lot of mail to talk about. We have a lot. Yeah, a lot Sam did an amazing about. martini. Yes. He came back and uh, because, uh, again, very busy, a lot going on. And there's, uh, you know, other servers moving around, tending to their tables. I said it was very big. Every seat was full. It was, full house. It's full, full house that full night. House, Absolutely yeah. full house. You know, you expect a seven o'clock seating to be that way. So uh, I ordered two appies. I ordered crab cakes because I knew that Wendy would want crab cakes. And I just had, with this ice-cold martini, a real hunger for the jumbo shrimp cocktail. Oh, goodness. So I ordered those, and and uh, 
I arrived, they arrived. Yes. And Wendy arrived, according to my notes right (laughs) here. (laughs) According to my notes, I arrived just on time. Can I talk about this? According to my notes, Wendy arrived at (laughs) 7.32, Wendy arrived. (laughs) So, yeah, about 20 minutes after I arrived. Um, And I think when I ordered my uh, appies, I also ordered the 14-ounce prime rib as well. Yes. Just just to get it underway because, you know, sometimes – uh, Wendy could be running late. She's an artist. She could get lost along the way, staring at flowers, taking pictures of railroad cars. I don't know. Listen to music. So I've learned, <laughs> order your damn food up front, and she'll get there when she gets there. So, yeah. So I ordered, and off uh, Sam went. And uh, So we, can we talk about once I got there and once the appetizers yes. arrived? Well, so- first of all, you arrived, sat beside me, and Summer- the shrimp- but it was freaking amazing. Summer sprinted, grabbed you a chair, put a chair on the yes. other side of the table yeah. where we sit side by side, so we didn't use it. But again, you see what you see there is an overlap of servers caring for each other yeah. and not being territorial of tables. It's a kind mm-hmm. of important fundamental rule of, of a good team, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And we saw that all night amongst his fellow servers and bartenders. Okay, so continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. The shrimp cocktail was shrimp. served on ice. Frank Sinatra old school style, like not just, you know, hanging off a glass or something. (laughs) It was on ice and it was so big and juicy. With a a lemon, with cocktail sauce. Right, which was so horseradishy in a good way. Well, they made it on site. It was not out of a jar horseradish. This was something that they made. You could taste the Worcestershire sauce. You could taste the horseradish. It had a bite to it that complemented these enormous shrimp. There were four of them. Yeah. This is a twelve-dollar shrimp cocktail. Four of them, practically the size of your hand. We're talking yeah. like almost the size of a small lobster tail. They were that big. Super yeah, jumbo they, shrimp. They were, but they were more succulent and juicy than a lobster tail. Not so Could you chewy. Just say that Not one so more time. chewy. <laughs> did you say succulent? I did. I liked that. <laughs> I actually dug around in the ice for more jumbo shrimp. And and you're, I couldn't, you're not I a big shrimp them. person. I'm not. Really. You're not. I'm you're not. You don't usually like a whole lot of shrimp, but the crab cakes. Okay, came. I am a crab cake person. Now let's talk about those crab cakes because right. at first you looked at them a little down your nose. I have to moan. They came in. Okay. Let's describe what came to us. I'm a crab cake connoisseur. I want to say the word crab cake horror, but I don't know if that's appropriate. <laughs> crab cake horror. <laughs> but I order crab cakes wherever I go. So I'm used to the, um, you can see the lump crab meat, you can see um, the seasoning, you know, it's white, fleshy on the outside, pan seared. These looked like falafels. They did. They were falafel I thought. Yeah, they were. And I dug into them. I was like, wow. Check these like falafels. I don't know. They were amazing. Really good. I'm not sure what their technique is. I know they use pan um, panko, and they probably do fry them, which is different from pan fried. But holy cow, so good. They're, they're just and delicious. The, the the sauce too. Just, aioli. Yes, exactly. Do you know what that is, Jack? I have no idea what you're talking about right what now. What do you think aioli I'm, is? I, I think it's the stuff that they put on the crab cakes. I was dipping what them is this in. stuff? In, I was like trying to be cool about it, but they were so good. I don't know what it's made out of, but I don't want to know. 
but it makes crab cakes taste really, really good. I think good. aioli is like a special term for tartar sauce. <laughs> it's Potato a sauce. Yeah, some yeah, it's, it's sauce. tartar sauce. <laughs> it's tartar sauce. <laughs> it's a fancy term for tartar sauce. So it was delicious. Because if someone was ever to call me an aioli, I'd probably punch them out. I don't know. <laughs> Holy but, aioli! But it, no, it was it was it was really. I mean, the, despite the initial presentation, I mean, which I, I was, I'm used to them being more, I don't know, crabby, so to speak, right? <laughs> crabby patties. Crabby patties. But they were absolutely delicious. And we, as we did with our shrimp cocktail, devoured them shamelessly. Yes, yeah. Probably getting some food on the couple next to us as we get, as we <laughs> right. tore through them. And by the way, on our timeline, just so that people are aware of how fast this restaurant moves. Yeah. I would say fast, say efficiently. I mean, you're not rushed, but it's boom, boom, boom. You know, as I said, I arrived at 7.08. I was seated at 7.11, at 7.16. My martini was there. Um, well, they, they again, to reiterate, they work as a team. Yes. I, There's not one person doing one solo job. They are doing it together as a Our a appies unit. were there within 12 minutes. Yeah. So you're sitting there, you're talking. You're enjoy- when do you, you ordered a drink when you got there as well, right? I mean, we threw a little bit of a curveball. I thought it was just me. You walked in and ordered your drink. And I think you ordered your meal then too, didn't you? Yes. So that you know, it's a little change up to to Sam's you know natural rhythm there. He rolled with it, uh, busted out a great knowledge of everything, and and you ordered the caramelized scallops, right? Yes. Now are they scallops or scallops? I think you know scallops sounds like fun, but scallops is probably the official term. In Maine, we call them scallops. In my opinion. <laughs> okay, I think it's scalloped potatoes, and then actually scallops. Which are totally different. By the way, the crab cakes were how much? Ten bucks, right? Ten bucks. Yeah, the the price for what you're getting is just amazing. I mean, holy cow. I mean, for, for real, you're getting a lot for your money in this restaurant. We'll, we'll kind of expound on that a little bit as we get into the actual uh, entrees. But, I mean. All right, you, let's talk about that meat. Okay, you're, you're, let's talk about that meat, shall we? <laughs> the, <Sorry>. cow. <laughs> the cow. The cow, yes. <laughs> we, uh. So we're sitting there. We've completed our, our entrees at that point, sipping our drinks. Our, appetizers. our appetizers. We're getting ready for our entrees. entrees. Yeah. Yeah. Our appetizers are gone. Sorry. Appetizers. And there, you know, there's no plates on the table. It's psh, 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 gone, just like that, you know. Clearly, you're stuffed at this point. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> how am I going to get through this next meal? And uh, because Wendy ordered slightly after me, um, my meal came out first. You could argue that, well, they should have had them come out together, but this is a timed event. My prime rib came out. By the way, the prime rib, you're talking about a small cut at like 10, 12 ounces, 14, 16, up to 18. They'll cut it the way you want it and serve it the way you want it. And this this slab of meat came out and it's almost like too pretty to even eat with the veggies, with the potatoes, with this incredible sauce over the top of it. And I know that sometimes veggies, potatoes could be afterthoughts to the real star of the meal, which was this incredibly delicious um, cut, of, cut of beef. Can I interject at my response to this? I would like to hear what you have to say about veggies. That's <laughs> your response. But then for me, being a non-necessarily meat eater, You're so not. it arrived with your response. And then I was like, 
It was a little bit of a trill in there. There's a little bit of a trill. Okay, so the steak, whatever it was, cow, red meat. That I don't necessarily. It was a a hint. I wanted to be about medium rare. I mean, and and I I just have to say it was succulent as well, to steal your word. It was bloody in the middle, which was perfect. It was crispy on the edges. It was so succulent. It was was, um, was unbelievable. Yeah, I couldn't stop eating it. The the potatoes were underneath. They had the consistency of instant to me uh, potatoes, but I knew they weren't. Um, they were just so pureed, and the vegetables were al dente, garlicky, buttery, seasoned so perfectly. I mean. Jack and I could not get enough of this meal. We were both basically battling over the same plate. Well, you you could cut it with a fork. They give you a, yeah. a nice, sharp, you know, steak knife. Entirely unnecessary. With the edge of my fork, I could cut this steak. That's how tender it was. And so flavorful. It was unbelievable. You know, and Sam's checking in with us. Uh, Summer, who happened to be walking by, we asked her about the potatoes. Just, just quizzically, go, do, do you guys... Make your own potatoes. Are they? Is it a secret that they're instant? What? <laughs> what is it? And she's like, the, you know, uh, Travis comes in hours and hours early for every day. Makes in a big, you know, pot the evenings mashed potatoes. They make their cocktail sauce. You're not going to find stuff out of jars in this restaurant. Okay, just be clear about that. So again, value that the price of this particular meal was i think not the meal itself but that steak goes for about depending on the actual size i'm just looking at their 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 actual uh website right here and i'm looking at what do you see hun it well, looks it like I, I think bucks. i think it, it was less than 30 dollars like, yeah. it was less than 30 dollars uh and we're not talking like you know 29.99 mm-hmm. it was it was it was unbelievable. It was, it, I paid forty dollars for steaks like this, even more in some cases, without even batting an eye. In this case, incredibly, incredibly valuable. Yes, yeah, says right here uh, on their website, thirty dollars. But I think that's for the larger. But I, I would have paid without hesitation forty to fifty dollars for yeah, the same kind. It was that good. Yeah, we couldn't stop eating it. And we had consumed pretty much the whole thing together. Again, much to the ire of the couple sitting next to us, <laughs> as we're scribbling notes and discussing every aspect of this meal, service, the environment, everything. Um, Can I go on a little diatribe for a second? Is it about scallops? It's about potatoes. Oh, tell me, so tell me about potatoes. Well, the reason you just introduced me to the joy of instant potatoes, which is why I was like, holy cow, these have the same consistency, because I'm all about thick rosemary red mashed potatoes that are the consistency of paste well we serve we serve the good ones the instant ones on the allagash and they <laughs> taste so good because they're starving to death well these are real potatoes that are pureed so they're, that, they're, gives, they're, that gives me an idea to to combine the two and <laughs> well they, they were they were really good we, we might have kind of been fighting over the last couple spoonfuls of it i think so and oh and by the way i ordered in the midst of this a I just like to have a, a Malbec with my red meat 
And uh, Sam gave me the two bottles that they have. I went for the lesser known one, poured a glass for me. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Just great. Just it was great for the palate. Loved it. All so, right. So we're so full and then come yeah, the scallops. Okay. Yes, we're full. Important detail. We were, we were pretty full at that point. The scallops come. We're going to talk a lot about scallops. And I know Travis is probably listening to this. So do not mistake our words here. Okay. Go ahead, Wendy. Tell me what you thought. They were perfectly seared and crispy on the outside. The inside, I prefer translucent. What 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 do really good scallops? Because there's some debate on this. We, we did a little bit of research in addition to our own knowledge. What other maybe reviewers people would say? And, I, and if we had Travis on the phone right now, we could talk to him in great detail about this. But what what is a good scallop of this type? Caramelized scallop on a plate. What should you see? It was beautiful. Beautiful presentation. The outside was beautiful. There's no. Um, no complaint against the scallops, except for I like sushi-style scallops. So I like them raw in the middle. But, but they shouldn't be rubbery. They shouldn't be sawdusty either. No. These were not either. No. They were not. You just like to be a little bit more translucent, maybe in the fact that we had kind of changed up our order. They maybe was a tad overcooked, you think, maybe, or not? It depends on the standard and, you know, it's almost like ordering a steak. Like you order it medium rare or you order it well done. I mean, I think the scallops were a little bit well done. I like my scallops medium rare, if that makes any sense. It does, yeah, because that incredible flavor. I like that sushi kind of vibe, especially for fresh scallops. You don't want to kill the fish. No, you don't want to kill the fish. Not at all. <laughs> but they they were beautiful and they were delicious. Yeah, it was in the sauce is good. Oh, and then the rice and the veggies that came oh, with it. The, yeah, like, the rice especially. I pride myself on my ability to make rice. I can't even come close to these. You are the best rice maker, I have to say, honey. Oh, thank you. Lots of practice in Afghanistan forever. <laughs> but no, the uh the um the 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 meal, the whole plate for the scallops was every bit as high quality as the prime rib, mm-hmm. the veggies, incredible, the sauce over the top, kind of like a butter, garlic sauce, you know, that they put in. Oh, the it's sauce. so good. It was just yeah. incredible. And and again, the, the rice could not have been better. We had to ask ourselves all the times that we've been searching for restaurants, local restaurants, to go on date nights with or, or just to eat that we never discovered this place until now. Which will be there probably every Friday. It's yeah, I mean it's it's that good. It's 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 we we feel like we cheated ourselves in not having known this place earlier. And the and the price of that uh, that scallop dinner, I'm trying to remember again. I think it was like twenty three dollars, which is super inexpensive. I mean, I was fully prepared to drop two hundred clams on this dinner. Given the the amount of food that we were ordering, two appetizers, two full big meals, two drinks, a glass of wine, getting into our after dinner, we wanted to have a a shot at the uh, dessert menu, and we had some choices there, and uh, we went with, uh, I think, the The turtle cheesecake. Yes. Which was caramely, super thick. New York style cheesecake. It was a little bit, of, and it was cool. Mm-hmm. The, you put it on a fork; it actually cools the fork. 
and in your mouth, it just melted. Yeah, it was incredible. Absolutely incredible way to end the meal. Jack had a Bailey's coffee. And, but what was best that ended the meal was, I believe his name was David. Yes. A David. Which what really pulled together our entire yeah, experience. We, we watched this older gentleman walking around, constantly tending to the guests. I call them guests because of how you felt. You didn't feel like a customer. You didn't yeah. feel like a diner. You felt like you were sitting in someone's, you know, dining room, literally. So his name is David. He's walking around. Turns out to be Travis, the owner, chef's father. Yeah. Sweet. Such a sweet, genuine human being. And really proud of his son's business proud of what he's doing and a real host a, a true host yeah a true host he, he came over he talked to us told us about the restaurant told us about travis talked about the journey he's been on to get to this place and the fact that people travel from as far away as arusta county to eat yeah. there on special occasions and it's, and very nonchalant like oh my son's cooking my son's in the kitchen cooking yeah my very nonchalant not braggy just kind of you know, as if they were hosting family from well, he, all over the he place. He offered to go get him for us, remember? Yeah. But it was still so busy at that point. We didn't, we didn't want to pull him away from the girl to come talk to us of all people, you know? Yeah. So we said, please, don't, just give him our, our best and our regards, but don't distract him with us being out here away from his business, his work. Uh, again, still booming at this point. It was uh, close to eight. It was actually... Yeah, it was at 8.15 at this point. You know, our entrees, by the way, were on the table within 35 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So again, we'd been through our before dinner drinks, been through our appetizers, through the steak, through the scallops, ordered from Sam our dessert, um, a coffee with Bailey's, and uh, and Dave came over and talked to us. So we had a great conversation with him. And uh, our dessert came, we, we got through that and stupidly left it on the table. We got, we got we were home. So we're like, full. where's our cheesecake? <laughs> we're so full. I mean, literally, my eyes are rolling back in my head at that point. And uh, talking about the staff there, everybody working diligently, entirely guest focused. They are riveted on who they're talking to, serving, answering questions, making suggestions. And working as a team the whole time. I mean, providing an individual dining experience, I would say. Yeah. Right yeah. down to your first order with the bartenders. I mean, they're, they're focused on your individual experience and creating that experience for people. I mean, we had an entire experience created for us. It, it was. That they did. And at a time. Regardless of the food, regardless. I mean, the atmosphere was amazing. The food was amazing. The people what I took out of that were the most amazing. Oh, it's the fa the family experience and what they're doing to provide for others. Well, at a time when it seems that service and service industry has taken a real hit due to COVID, we've all kind of become accustomed to a lower level of service in almost everything because of not to get all political about it, but you just don't get what you're used to, it seems. This was the exact anomaly to that, you know, year and a half experience mm -hmm. that we've been yeah, now. Incredibly absolutely. refreshing, to be honest. Mm -hmm. To feel like you're number one sitting in a chair where servers aren't talking to each other, where they're checking phones and stuff like that. I mean, they're like on it. 
all the time. I kind of want to go back there right now. <laughs> Is it dinner time? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. But uh, they are open to go through their their, their hours here. Um, let's see there. I think they're open. Let's just go right to their website. And uh, again, great website. I'm looking through it right now. And uh, a little bit of a cold here. Sorry for the sniffles. Let's see. Yeah, you can call Tuesday them. through Thursday, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Friday through Saturday, 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I'm sure based on the family experience and what we encountered there, obviously, if you needed to show up earlier, I'm sure they would accommodate. If you had a party, they will accommodate. I mean, they're, they're just um, amazing family-owned business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's with it's, great food. It is their their telephone number two zero seven eight six one four four five four. I mean, they don't demand reservations, but I think it'd be a good idea for you to call ahead to make sure you're going to table. Just based on what we saw uh, on that particular night. I mean, and I, looking at the time schedule now, what what night was it that we were there anyway? It was um, Thursday. So. That's an important detail. It was actually Friday, the 6th. Okay, so, yeah, Friday's busy, but I, I get a feeling that place is hopping every night. I really do. Don't I mean, it's think? three levels of hoppingness. Yeah, I mean, and, and people, there wasn't any music in the restaurant, was there? That was the only thing that was missing, like some real... Yummy jazz would have been great, or just, just some German bass, or something. Especially because we were down in the the dungeon bar area. And you call it a dungeon bar, but it was not. It's know, not a dungeon. No, it's, it's just, not it's fraternity dark. house. Ask no. in the basement. You know, no, he's you know high back chairs, leather, brass uh, rivets on them. No, it's it's super. Um, not exposed not, brick. A lot of exposed. Yeah, brick. yeah. It seemed like yeah. a city place, like a big city, like Chicago or New York. Uh, well, I know that Travis has has uh, been in New York. Kind of maybe that's where he got his start. I don't know, but you felt like you were sitting somewhere in New York City, really. Not to, not yeah. to demean Maine or anything like that, because we're both from Burnham, Maine. You know, that's a thriving metropolis of Burnham, Maine. But it felt like we were somewhere in. You know, in Manhattan or something like that, really. All right, so let's wrap this up. What is your overall, what's what's the last thing you want to say about this? What I would say a beautiful restaurant. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to Travis, to Dave, his dad. Oh. Thank you to <laughs> Super Summer, to our pie. server, Sam, yeah. to Alex, to, to, to everybody there that made us feel so special that night in particular by giving us such an incredible experience, unbelievable service, first class food. Just the meals were succulent, delicious. Every every yeah. bit of it. Great drinks, substantial drinks, a nice glass of wine, and and making us feel that like we were special to be there on that yeah. particular night mm. and giving us a, a rare break from our four boys. And uh, in our busy lifestyle, and I, I would encourage anybody who wants to take a break to go to 18 Below in Waterville and enjoy the experience that we had there. Anything else you'd like to add to that, Wendy? Can we go there tonight? <laughs> we probably can. We probably can, yes. Oh, and by the way, the total of this meal, what was it, $121? It was, it, yeah, it was very – and that's one of um, Chef's mantras is like – 
to serve very well quality food at a low cost. It's 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 a it's a fair. I mean, fair he said that, price. and um, it, it, he does it, that. And, and you know, as business people, we talk about value, value. What you get for your hard earned money. You want to spend some hard-earned money on something that's going to return to you in the service and quality, 18 below in Waterville, Maine. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So this is our first podcast. We'll be doing one podcast a week of various local restaurants and other service industry points of And interest. multiple <laughs> ones at 18 below. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll be, I want to go we'll, back there right now. We'll be reviewing, <laughs> we'll be reviewing 18 below every, every week. <laughs> Join us for yet another meal. No, I think what are we doing next week? Maybe uh maybe Opa? Perhaps. I think we'll go to Opa, we'll which is the Mediterranean yeah. style, uh right on Main Street in Waterville, Maine. And yes. then we might branch out a little bit, maybe head down to Portland or up to Bangor, or maybe go up to Aroostook County, find some places up there that we like to go to. But uh this is We are on a mission for the best lobster roll. Yeah, we want to find the best lobster roll in Maine. That's a tough right, mission. So we'll have to, that'll we'll have to be suck it up and do that. Thing. <laughs> $1,200 later, we'll probably find <laughs> one. No, but this is Jack Mosier, Wendy Mosier for Mainly Matters, a restaurant and service industry channel. We hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Go to 18 Below.